Yo, what's up, world? That's Vital Podcast, episode six. Yo, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm just jumping right in. Just, just freestyle, yo. Just roll with me for a second. Let me see if I got some notes. You know what? I do want to say this, yo. I seen a friend of mine on Instagram uh, this past week. Shout out to this dude, yo. My man's lost like 80 pounds, yo. He up there doing his thing, yo. He's on his fitness journey. And I really want to say that for anybody who's incorporated diet and exercise, like being healthy or physically fit as an intentional part of your life. You know, this stuff changes your life, like whether you see it or not. Any small act of discipline applied in any area of your life strengthens disciplines in all areas of your life. For me, I'm a firm believer that the best way to begin a new life is to develop a habit of exercising daily. I don't remember who it was that I first heard mention that, that that was a great way, but I've seen for myself, I've been on this fitness journey. Like I've been doing this thing since the beginning of the year. I've been intentional about it. Like I started four in the morning in my garage and then a few months later I went and got a gym membership and I remember I was listening to a video on YouTube that was talking about how to make your life 37 point something times better and one of the things that was talked about that I remember that was key in the video was where they showed this graph they were showing like a person's linear progress and there's this this little curve at the beginning of the graph that's called the valley of disappointment they talked about the fact that that's that's where a lot of people give up is is as they're going through that valley of disappointment. They kind of alluded to the idea that people typically give up just before they reach breakthrough. One of the things that I'm finding for myself is that the more I become stronger physically, so it's, it's crazy, yo. It, it really is a journey because like in the beginning, I didn't have any goal. My goal was just to stay consistent. It was like in January, I'm like, yo, no matter what, I'm not gonna be a statistic. Like I'm not gonna be one of the people who Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going to be posting on freaking Instagram and Facebook pictures in the gym like freaking month later. They didn't quit. I'm not letting nobody know because, you know, when I get to when I reach the milestones, I right, then I then I may start like posting pics and stuff. If, if I feel inclined to, I really don't. It's not a big deal to me. Like, I'm not 24 seven on social media anymore. Like I like in the beginning, yo. Like, I can, like, I usually look at my, uh, because, you know, they show you on Instagram now, like, your total time. I think, like, the most I spend in total is probably 11 minutes a day. That's actually got gone up because I used to be, like, two minutes. But, yeah, I've gone up a little bit, you know what I mean? Being um, in my transition, in my phase of transition, I'll say. Building a new self-image. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But, yeah, as I continue my, um, my, my physical fitness journey, I notice my, my mental, my mental, you know, because when you're in the gym, when you're working out, when you're running, you're, you're whatever that physical thing you're doing, you're pushing against resistance. You know, if you're in the gym, that weight is resistance. It's really true. Like how you do anything in life is how you wind up doing everything. You're really, you're, you're the way you move. Everything is comprised of habits. So for example, when I work out in the gym now, I do, I make sure that like, let's say if I'm doing a bench press, I'm, as I'm bringing the weight down, not only am I controlling the weight, but I'm intentional about like making my like my back muscles stretch kind of and come together. So like it's it's flexion the entire time. I'm flexing flexing that thing on the way down, flexing them back muscles out, and then I'm flexing them chesticles going up. I'm trying to get them like my homeboy, yo, I got I got a friend who this cat stayed quiet about the joint. This dude out of nowhere, like he didn't even tell us he was working as hard as he was. This cat showed up with no shirt on and he was showing a new chest off, yo. And, like, he be joking all the time, like, yo, I told my wife to order the casket because I'm finna desecrate this chest in the gym today. But my boy got on there one day, 
I mean, yo, chest was looking raw, like two bread loaves, yo. Sitting up there, man, had striations all in his joint. I'm like, this dude here, yo, came with that work hard in silence. Let your success be the noise philosophy, yo. He just, when I seen that, I developed a goal. I'm like, okay, yo, because I like, I'm, <laughs> yo, I don't care. I'm the biggest dude on the group, but I've not up until this point been the most defined and one of the things I noticed, like, is I'm, like, learning myself more. Like, I want to be real all the way around. So I want real muscles. Like, I don't want I don't want to just be big. I want my joint to look like something, like, have curves in it. One of the things I'm beginning to notice within myself, mental resistance has been developed because everything in life is resistance. What I mean by that is, like, to a degree, it's some level of resistance. So when stuff gets hard sometimes, it's the equivalent of trying to lift uh, a new weight that you've not been able to lift. You know what I mean? It's like... You know what I mean? You push, you push to do it. And then once you do it, it makes you stronger mentally. I ain't gonna lie. That sounded more like a doo-doo, but you get the point. You know what I'm saying? So physically, if you build yourself up mentally, your existence will follow. To achieve what I want, I had to go to a different place in my mind with my fitness. I started to be more intentional about, wait, hold on, hold on. I don't have to stop at 10 reps. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the, that's the standard. That's the conventional way of doing it. But I'm trying to really develop muscles, so I need to push until these things can't push no more. Not just push till they can't push no more, but make sure I still maintain that cleanliness and be honest with myself and take the weight down to improve my form if need be. You know, a lot of cats get hurt in the gym because they just want to want so badly to lift heavy weight and to look good. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to be the little shrimpy guy in the gym. Wherever you are in life at this current moment, is a direct result of the level of respect you've put out in life. And that's that's full scale. That's respect towards people. That's respect towards that's respect towards yourself. Think about it. You your world outside of you, Earl Nightingale says this, is a merciless reflection of who you are on the inside. You know, you confront and say you're this, you're that, but when people come to your house, they're gonna see like your stuff is in disarray, your stuff is fricked up. That's a reflection of you. You know, going back to the fitness thing, like you got to have enough respect to say, yo, I don't want to just cut corners because, okay, I had a friend back in the day who who was like this, yo, he, he cut corners with his body and his form was so fricked up. And as a result of it, this cat used to walk around like one trap was sitting up higher than the other. First of all, his traps weren't that big. They looked like two ant bites, but now because one's sitting higher than the other, they resemble testicles. You know what I'm saying? Like, his joint was just looking jacked up, yo. That was because he didn't respect the the movements that he was doing. That, he didn't respect the, the, the process. You know what I mean? Progress is a slow process. You got to build slow, detailably. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. So that the result, the end result is a favorable one. As you reach a certain level... In your understanding and your comprehension and your like acceptance of discipline like in your growth basically to sum it all up you begin to notice like you begin to develop a, a power a sense of power and this is one of the things that was talked about in the book power versus force which is a good book i recommend it this power just in how you respond to people this power in the words you use yo i was having a conversation with a friend recently and i'm like yo it's sad people will get upset if somebody says a, a curse word, you know what I'm saying? The F word, S word, any curse word, because that's how we're conditioned. You know, we're conditioned that when we hear those words, 
like those words have a negative connotation associated with them. Now, the word in, it, in and of itself is not bad. The word in and of itself does not cause someone fear, does not cause someone, you know, to feel like it doesn't it doesn't it's not killing anyone. Um, I didn't come up with the word, so I don't know that the person who did didn't intend for it to be a good word. And somebody else just said, you know what? I don't like your word. And they got someone to agree with them and it became a bad word. I don't know the history of it. I've never looked into it for myself. I don't care to. It's not a big deal. That's beside the point. But the point is people will say phrases that do way worse damage to people. And kids can say phrases unbeknownst to themselves to other kids. And and it'll just be met with a, hey, that's not nice. Don't say that. You know what I mean? But the damage of what was said, like how it affected the person hearing it psychologically, it could it could have caused them to feel like, yo, there, there's no hope for me. You know, somebody comes up to somebody and says, yo, you're ugly. Like, you're never going to be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, man, that's freaked up, yo. Or like, you know, you're just lost. Like, you're, you're never going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, that can cause somebody to feel like, yo, what's the point of trying? Like, I'm, like, they trapped themselves in a box at that point. You know what I mean? Just die. Somebody hears that and, you know, to the person that's saying it, they don't know the effect that it might cause that person. Like, I don't know. I've always had this mindset. Like, I don't want to be the one responsible for somebody else taking themselves out. I don't want something like that weighing on my conscience. So I'm careful the way I speak to people. Anyhow, shifting gears. So something you want to keep in mind is that good ideas will always follow good acts of discipline. Great ideas will always follow great acts of discipline. So it's the act of discipline that precedes inflowing of a good thought. Anytime you think a new thought, it's like you just opened up a whole new room in your mind. You know, and your subconscious goes to obtaining the people, the experiences, whatever it is to fill that room. You know, what, I, what I'm noticing for myself is like, as I'm becoming more in tune with myself, it's my spirit, yo. I'm like, the spirit is always giving me good ideas. Like, somebody said it like this. They said, life always gives you clues. So I'm trying to think of an example. For me, let's say I'm sitting on the couch playing a video game. All right, all of a sudden, this flash of thought will come into my mind. Like, yo, you should wash them dishes. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I should go wash them dishes. But something small like that, it's not, you know, it's a it's it's a good idea. You know, it's going to lead me in a better direction. Like, And that's, that's how my spirit works. It always points me to an idea that's going to lead me in a better direction. You know what I mean? And I really believe that's that could be the case for everyone. But, you know, for some that that mental muscle hasn't fully been developed. So it's it's easier to tune into the voices of like doubts and negative thoughts and things that lead in the opposite direction. Kind of like I talked about in the last episode. That's something small. That's a that's a small example. But like a major, a bigger example for me would be I'm sleeping and all of a sudden 530 in the morning, my spirit wakes me up like, yo, you should go running like something that I hate doing, like something that I don't do. I don't wake up at five in the morning and go running. You know what I'm saying? So if my spirit's telling me, yo, you should wake up and go running. And I listen to that. Oh, that's going to be a good day. That's going to be that 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 day is going to be full of good ideas, like great ideas. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a, that required a great amount of discipline on my part. For me, that's a huge sacrifice. And in doing so. I've now said, and this is why I say my day is going to be full of great ideas because I've already set the tone for my day by, what's they call what do they call it? Biting the frog in the first thing in the morning. You know what I mean? Getting that first discipline out the way. For somebody else, a great act of discipline might be, you know, studying, hitting them books. Like somebody, if you're not, if you're a person that you don't 
necessarily have a great habit of studying. You know what I mean? Just trying. Hell, for me, a great act of discipline sometimes is just sitting in front of this mic and recording the podcast. Cause I'm like, damn man, I'm like, I want to say something. And my boy said something to me earlier. He was like, yo D focus on what you're good. Like basically he was saying one thing, but what was being communicated to me was, was different. So he was telling me that I didn't have to sit there and try and the whole time drop gems. He was like, man, just tell stories. Yo, people love stories. And I'm like, yo, that's a good idea. What was being communicated to me was, do what you're good at, D. You know what I'm saying? Focus on the things that you're great at and strengthen those areas and the other disciplines will follow. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Lord said, my burden's easy and my yoke is light. Who's complicating things? You are. Make it easy. All right, bit of a story. Recently, I was with my family shopping in Target. Like I mentioned before, we had a, we had a little a little Maltese. I, I, I said B-Shine on another episode. I was freaking out. Anyhow, uh, we got the little Maltese in. We was in Target, and matter of fact, let me just give you a little backstory on this. So, a couple weeks ago, I was in Publix. That's my favorite store. Like, I love Publix. I walked in Publix, same thing. Me and my family had the dog. As soon as I walked in, manager was like, hey, man, you can't have the dog in the shopping cart. And I was like, oh, word? He was like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, FDA regulation, something. I can't remember what it was, but whatever he said, I Googled it, and he was right. He was like, yo, yeah, all Publix, a new thing with Publix now. You cannot have dogs in the shopping carts. So I was like, all right, no problem. So fast forward, we're at Target recently, and I had the dog in the shopping cart. Nobody said nothing. And the thought flashed in my mind, like, yo, D, when you finish, you need to wipe the shopping cart, man, because it's not the it's not the employee's responsibility to wipe every shopping cart. And you got to think, you know what I mean? You put your food in that shopping cart, you know, you don't, you don't know that somebody else didn't have their dog in there. You know how dogs like to drag their ass sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You, you got... So you, you you could be using a shopping cart full of doodle crumbs. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be that guy that's that's causing the shopping cart to have doodle crumbs potentially in it. So you really should clean that shopping cart. And I was like, that was my spirit. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. After we got done shopping, I told my wife, I said, look, yo, take the kids to the truck. I'll be out there in a second. I thoroughly cleaned that cart. Took a, took them, you know, they got the alcohol wipes in the front of the stuff. Took the alcohol wipe. I'm cleaning, you know what I mean? got to for me, that was a different act of discipline that I was applying because I had never, I never thought about it that deep. You know what I mean? I never considered considering others is a is an act of discipline in and of itself that unlocks new thoughts and new ideas. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, like, okay, even if you don't do it to gain a new thought or a new idea, you still attract people when you display acts of kindness or consideration, and that in and of itself is huge because people. Even if you yourself, I mean, you're going to get ideas, but you're going to also, by attracting people, now you're going to get ideas from those people, whether they willingly give you ideas or mistakenly give you ideas. Like, it, it <laughs> yo, it's crazy. It's, it's so true. Like, the energy you put out into, into the universe, said in another way, it will get returned to you. You know, some people hear that and they're like, oh, that's not God either. If you want to lock yourself in a box, that's you. Me, I'm a firm believer that if I'm a follower of the all-knowing, I got to be willing to be open my mind and be all-knowing. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, yeah, okay, I'm not going to know everything that this life has to offer, but by opening my mind, I'll know so much more <laughs> than I would have having a closed mind. You know what I mean? So, all right, I think I'm done. 
think I'm just going to fire off a series of one-liners to close this thing out. So the first one, to learn faster, you got to make it fun. To grow faster, stay consistent. To be able to help people, you got to understand people. To understand people, you got to understand yourself more. Exercise daily to improve your mood. And keep this in mind, the critical judge in your head doesn't tell the truth. Nor does it have your best interest at heart. That's vital.